Blog Talk Radio. We are the UR Tennis Network. Our mission is to be the voice of tennis. We enlist a team of passionate enthusiasts to promote our sport. We strive to bring interesting perspectives on the many spins of tennis. Our goal is to provide the learners of our sport with current news and information from many angles. We seek active participation from communities interested in tennis, but tennis is not interested in them. We are expanding our outreach. Tennis is a true lifetime sport that needs to be talked about, and the UR Tennis Network pledges to pursue this idea relentlessly. Good afternoon, tennis fans, especially you high school tennis fans. Welcome to the Yellow Ball Network, where you'll find all your tennis news. This is your host, Coach Denise, bringing you the FHS TCA perspective on high school tennis. I'd like to thank Jason uh, for that introduction and getting the network started, and uh, we appreciate uh, what you have done, and we will try to continue doing a good job. We are the new kid on the block, only two years of doing this broadcast, uh, and we'd like to thank our CEO, J.P. Weber, and We Coach Tennis for inviting us into this turn and allowing us to join Lisa Stone and her Tuesday Parenting Aces. And on Wednesday, of course, Chuck Reese and his American uh, Tennis. Uh, if you didn't listen to the legendary uh, coach uh, instructional series uh, yesterday, you missed something. He talked about uh, a lot of talk about a wrestling coach, but uh, one of the things we learn is usually when the teams in one sport uh, is also involved with other sports, too. It was another uh, outstanding show. Each week, our show, you could be hearing from high school, college, or even professional coaches, or tennis pros, or our guests will include educators, organization leaders from FACA, PTR, USPTA, USTA, and others, including our partners. Our broadcast can't help but occasionally overlap the other great tennis broadcasts since if a high school tennis is an after-school sport and not an after-school activity, we should be building a bridge from recreation to competitive tennis, which could be the pathway to a continuing and rewarding lifetime experience. Uh, Today we have, I think, another outstanding uh, show for you, and um, we are blessed to uh, have uh, partners that make this possible and make the FHS TCA grow. Uh, where would we be without uh, Wilson uh, Tennis? Uh, Wilson has been a leader for over a hundred years uh, in the sporting industry, and uh, God, I wish I could be around for uh, to see what the next hundred years going to be, but I've been blessed to see a lot of it, and of course, uh, Team Connection Tennis is our FHS TCA clothier. Uh, those of you that 
attend our all-star event. As you know, we try to send our high school players off uh, with an all-star tournament at the end of the year, and we wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for Wilson and Team Connection uh, dressing them. They always, it's a great-looking group of coaches and players, thanks to Team Connection. And we should also thank Flagler Insurance, American Integrity, uh, Flagler Insurance, and um, Roxanne Malone Dentistry for the last few years have been providing the lunches for the All-Star Tournament. Uh, any not-for-profit needs organizations to help and support them. Our partners understand that tomorrow's college tennis players, USTA league players, and volunteers, as well as tomorrow's community and national leaders are in high school now, and they understand that they need the support. So we thank them for that, and uh, like I said, we wouldn't be able to survive without them. I have had comments. Uh, about uh, John Denise's perspective that I announced that we would do after the show. I would spend the uh, five minutes to uh, give you my personal perspective. And the last few weeks that hasn't uh, been the case uh, when you have the likes of uh, uh, Alan Fox and uh, Chuck Reese and Scott Williams and... uh, um, Michael Stutsky's and the great um, uh, guest that I've been blessed to have. Uh, you just don't want to stop them from uh, talking, uh, so I haven't uh, always been into that. I suspect today's show is going to be another outstanding show. We have Rob Krychek, who I will introduce in a minute to you. I think it's a fantastic story. It's something I personally uh, believe in. So today's show is going to be just a little different. We're going to give you the JD perspective beforehand. So bear with me for five minutes rather than the end of the show. And this way I don't have to do any interrupting. And those of you that uh, somehow like to hear this, uh, you will hear it first. Uh, As you know, Each broadcast, I ask if tennis is an after-school activity or an after-school sport in your school. As a matter of fact, in the coming issue of Florida Tennis, my article will be the first of a two-part article on that subject. Uh, In the last uh, April-May issue of Florida Tennis, one of my two articles was titled, The Tennis Journey Should Be Fun in which I, while given my perspective, I talked about the importance of competition. We've done that often. I think if you listen to uh, Chuck Reese's show, you know, um, we're on the same path as far as how important competition is. And I did talk in that article about how most kids love competition, while unfortunately most parents love to compare. While admitting my mistakes, I mentioned how society's norms were changing. I must admit, I did not recognize how much of a change until this election. The election is over, and like past elections, roughly to some, 
and sadness to others. Unlike past elections, we see demonstrators going to the streets and destroying property. Some will argue that many of those are being encouraged or paid. Does it really matter? In a couple of cities, kids are walking out of high school to march. And even worse, at Yale, students who are traumatized by the elections do not have to take tests. Wow. Wow. I never thought I would see the norms change this much. I, like each of you, have my own bias, but I do not believe those actions support my, excuse me, but I do believe those actions support my assertion for the need of competition. In most cases, the first lesson of competition is losing. Then the athlete goes and competes and in many cases lose better. Those who stay with the challenge learn how to compete better and eventually win. It would be great if all the journeys were to end that way, but future losses are part of the journey. In my humble opinion, today's challenge is the results of giving participation trophies rather than helping our youth compete. The great Michael Jordan once said, shorten the game and the game will short you. I feel the shortcuts we have taken might not be good for our sport, our education system, or our journey through life. And I think we owe our youth more than this, and I think that we're not going to hurt them by introducing that competition is not a bad name. Competition is something they're going to do for the rest of the, their life. Well, I've given you my two cents worth, or I should say my five minutes worth. So let me go to our guest and bring him on. <clears throat> Rob, are you there? I am, Coach. How are you? I'm blessed, Rob. How are you? Doing great. I like to tell the people before, uh, I'll let you sit there and uh, fill in the pieces of my introduction. Uh, some of the, um, those of you that listened to me for the couple, last couple of years often hear, heard me talk about how important the backboard was. But I've also talked about how the, as healthy as that is for your game, it could also be a detriment. And the reason I say that, and I was reminded of this just uh, last Saturday when uh, I was volunteering for my wife and JTO uh, program, and I had, on two courts there is a backboard there, and I seen somebody running from one court to the other, hitting balls off the backboard and getting exhausted, and um, the strokes became worse and worse as the time, uh, you know, kept going. And I, being I have a big mouth, I couldn't help but to go over there and say to the person, excuse me, but that backboard is not going to tire you have to recognize 
that when you start getting tired running all over the place, your strokes are going to get just sloppy. And uh, I truthfully got interested in this here uh, a few years ago when Steve Smith, who has been one of our um, guest speakers at the FACA uh, workshop, uh, and I should mention that the FACA workshop will be January 5th, 6th, and 7th at Daytona Beach. Um, Matthew uh, wiped us out in October. And uh, he had a, it was called the Great Base uh, Backboard. And our guest today, uh, Rob, has taken over that there, made some improvements, which I'll let him talk about. But I think he has an interesting story with backs up the importance, uh, I think, of hitting off the backboard. I know sometimes we get accused of us older coaches, well, we're old-fashioned and we do things the old way. I suggest to you that some of the old ways are not bad. Competition is not bad. And getting as many strokes in you can properly is not bad. Hitting off the backboard is uh, can be a great asset, or it can eventually hurt you if you do it too too long. And Steve Smith recognized this, and Rob did, and he made it better. Rob, I'm going to let you introduce yourself from now and go on and uh, just tell me a little bit about how and why you got into this, because... Um, I, I think quite a few people know your son, Austin, and uh, I, I think the story is one that should be told. If you don't mind, I'm going to leave it to you for a few minutes. Great. Thanks, Coach. Well, I appreciate you having us here, and, and uh, Steve Smith is also a good friend of mine and uh, a confidant and has been a coach uh, for Austin for, for probably almost 17 years. I've known Steve for the better part of 20 years, and, um, you know, he actually had coached um, and had a, um, uh, a college or a university type of thing at, at Tyler, Texas, um, Texas Tech, in coaching coaches how to coach. And he's been around the game for quite a, quite a few years, and we were blessed and fortunate to have run into him when Austin was uh, about six years old. Um, what I bring to the table is not the tennis. I'm, I'm a basketball player, college basketball player. But what I bring to the table is, is um, and people ask, how do you get a player, a junior player, uh, from being a junior to possibly a college scholarship? And that's where, where I come in, what I've actually been able to do. But, um, Coach, what you've asked me to do is kind of give you a little bit of a background about myself, and we're just grassroots as, as they actually come. Again, my name is Rob Krychek, hard to spell but easy to say. Um, I was actually raised on a farm uh, in Ohio. I graduated from a small school in 1973, and, and I just played the three major sports uh, at that time, football, basketball, and baseball, and we didn't have any what we kind of teased um, lovingly as the city sports at the time. We didn't have golf or swimming or, or even tennis, um, just played the three sports. I did leave home and, and went to college in Columbus where I played basketball, and um, while we were at college, we used to spring break in Florida every year, and uh, my wife and I, we, we met in college, and after four years of coming down and doing spring break, we liked it so much, we graduated and uh, got married, and we moved down. Um, 
Sherry is also an athlete. Um, she was a, a world champion water skier, and uh, she actually taught me how to, how to barefoot water skate. So uh, she's a great athlete also. Uh, when I first came down to Florida 40 years ago, started in the insurance business, and, and uh, we were married for about 10 years without any children. And uh, we have one son now, and that's all we've ever had. His name's Austin. And Austin started playing tennis, one of those city sports, if you will, <laughs> when he was just about two weeks shy of being five. Um, his coach at the time was Steve Smith, and Steve's got two sons, two fine sons also, uh, by the name of Mikhail and Connor. And uh, Austin, Mikhail, and Connor grew up together uh, training in tennis, um, uh, tennismith.com. Uh, Tennismith is Steve's company. And actually at the time, uh, he was actually using a backboard called the Tennis Mate. Tennis Mate, M A T E. Remember that, yep. um, Coach? And I uh, remember that. Yep. Absolutely. And, and quite honestly, we we bought one of those. Steve said we need one of those if we want to get Austin to where he wants to be, and we still have it. It's it's a great unit still, and we we actually have the original one. Well, since then, uh, Austin's had a pretty good tennis career. Um, he, you know, he was ranked as a junior in the top two or three consistently in the state of Florida, ended up number one, and had, you know, pretty much full scholarship offers from about any college he wanted to go to. Um, but ultimately, he ended up and chose Texas A&M and College Station, where he played uh, four years for, for uh, Steve Denton and, and Bob McKinley, who are good friends of mine, and we're so glad Austin went there. Austin actually went to college when he was 17. A lot of people don't know that. Um, he was an All-American his very first uh, year. He started half year in 2008, was an All-American in doubles that very first spring. And uh, that summer, he also won the coveted Boys National Hardcore Championships in, in Kalamazoo, um, beating uh, along the way some now very well-known professional players, young players, including Stevie Johnson and Ryan Harrison. Um, Austin went on to become a, a six-time All-American at A&M, A&M four times in doubles and, and twice in singles. If you'd like to know how, you know, more than four years, they counted twice if you did both singles and doubles. And he and his partner, Jeff Dadamo, who Austin grew up uh, together in Tampa, uh, actually won two NCAA D1 doubles championships in 2010 and 11. He, they won the indoors and they won the outdoors at Stanford. So Austin continues to play tennis now. He's on the ATP tour where you know, he's been ranked as high as 94 in singles and 61 in doubles and, He's finding out that the only thing harder than getting there is staying there. Uh, so you got to keep working. Uh, I, and I won't go as far as saying that the tennis uh, make uh, the tennis mate backboard, and now what we have was the only reason for Austin's tennis success, but it definitely played a big part. Um, earlier this year, early in 2016, uh, Austin and I bought the rights for a similar backboard, and, and Coach, as you had mentioned. Uh, a, a similar backboard to the tennis mate that was designed by Steve's, one of Steve's students' engineering fathers. And they were calling it the Great Base Backboard. Uh, and it was built with a PVC frame instead of metal. Uh, and although Steve, you know, through his company, was, was you know, marketing them when people went to the website, he wasn't really marketing them to setting the world on fire. So um, Austin and I, just looking to diversify ourselves, um, bought the, the rights, uh, complete rights to it, and uh, we made, immediately made some changes, and um, we changed the hitting surface from a solid color to adding uh, laser-painted tennis court lines on the surface and, and logos and changed the names to what we thought was a little bit more informative, informative called the Portable Tennis Partner, and that's what it is today. 
So that's kind of a little history, and maybe it was a little long-winded. I apologize for that. But a farm boy raised a single son who plays tennis, and now he uh, you know, went through the juniors, through uh, D1 college, and now he's playing pro. So a lot of people like to know, you know, how did we do that? How did he do that? So that's what I'm here to answer questions about, guys. Well, I appreciate that, and I think the thing that fascinated me, uh, well, number one, my respect for Steve Smith and um, what he did. Like I said, we were blessed that he did presentations at our workshop. But the great uh, base backboard, uh, what I hit off of it, what I liked about was the design, the ball, you know, coming off a miss hit, and it still isn't going like on – well, there's, in fairness, there's some boards that are so extremely uh, expensive today. You could do all kinds of things with and changing the angles. But in most cases where there's a backboard, uh, it's and like I said, I think it's the greatest thing because repetition is what you need. You have to go out and hit the ball over and over and over and over again. You have to learn what you're doing. But uh, the backboard isn't going to get uh, tired, and if you get tired, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, you get sloppy. And I did find, you know, the two things that attracted me to it. And uh, and as you know, I haven't uh, been I've been so busy I haven't been able to use yours. And when and you and I are going to get together shortly, I hope, uh, because I am fascinated about the changes. But I think there was some forgiveness there. I think it was, uh, you know, the uh, for the, the beginner person, this is a much better backboard to use for. And, of course, the idea of being portable to me is so important because if it's a rainy day, I can put that in the garage. Absolutely. Coach, uh, not only can you put it in the garage, we've got people in the garage uh, on the driveway, in their basement, on their back patio, um, in their dining room table. They, they move the table, and, and they could be at air conditioning or heat year-round. So it, it truly is portable and can be, can be used by, you know, any level. A lot of people say, well, do you have to be a professional or a competitive player to be able to hit on the PTP, which is the acronym for Portable Tennis Partner? Or is there an age limitation? No. Any level player, any age can hit them and, and benefit from practicing their strokes on the PTP. Uh, of course, you have of course. to. The player That's the great it. thing. And too often yeah. people realize to take it one step further, if they are working uh, with a tennis pro, and uh, sometimes uh, I've been told, um, painfully honest, I don't mean to be painful, but uh, I think it's important and, uh, when my son and I work together with the John Denise School of Tennis, uh, he used to say, Dad, you scare away more people than we get. Sure. But I tell sure. people, I'm not smart enough that you could pay me and come out here once a week and uh, think that you're going to get to the next level. You've got to go out and practice. And Absolutely. What, what better way to practice? Well, you, you can hone your skills. Now, in all fairness, you do have to be competent enough of a tennis player to be able to aim at and hit a five-foot-wide and a seven-foot-tall hitting surface from, you know, from five to ten feet away to be effective and have fun. So this is not for three-year-olds that, you know, can't aim at, at, at that target, if you will. But, you know, right. we've got 
80, 80 and 90, 95-year-olds hitting on it. We've got ladies hitting on it. We've got junior players. We've got beginners, experienced players. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of times people say, well, can you hit into it too hard? Will you knock it over or something? No. You can serve 140 miles an hour into it, and, uh, and it's going to stand up to it. So, uh, it, Now, it does not replace having a professional coach. Um, the PTP does not and cannot give instructions, but you know, rather the player can work on the strokes that your coach or parent has given the player so they can practice, uh, you know, before the next lesson. Uh, or, uh, you know, um, the, the coach may give them instructions at home, like homework. And uh, this is kind of a quote from Steve Smith, and you probably heard it on his show uh, when he was a guest speaker. Repetition is the mother of consistency. So, right. Now, can you tell us, uh, Rob, uh, how hard is it to, uh, you know, put together? How, how long would you estimate it takes to put it together? We actually have got a video on YouTube um, and, uh, you know, the first time you set it up, it may take a few minutes longer, but it takes, you know, once you set it up once or twice, it takes five minutes or less to set it up and you can set it up and you can tear it down completely. Also, you know, store it in a corner or along the side of your garage, um, put it back in the box, whatever you need to do. So it's not very hard and you don't need any tools. It does come with instructions. And like I said, the first time you're going to be looking, you know, uh, putting A and A together and B and B together and things like that. But it's not hard. It's not, you know, uh, excessively heavy. It's made of PVC, and uh, it's very simple to put together, Coach. So it really, uh, it truly is uh, portable then. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the entire apparatus only weighs 42 pounds totally, so it can easily be moved and maneuvered from, you know, place to place. We've got some, some colleges that have, um, uh, don't want to mention any colleges per se, but um, let's just say Ohio State uh, University, Ty Tucker, he's got 10 of them on his courts. And, you know, they typically use a court, you know, the sides and the ends of the courts to just like a hitting station or a warm-up station, if you will. But they can move them around. Uh, they can stay out in the weather. They're made, again, of PVC and vinyl and all the uh, metal hardware, stainless steel, so it's not going to affect it at all, you know, being out in the weather. One person can move it. Uh, it it's easier with two, but, uh, you know, a, a, a lady can get underneath it and move it very easily themselves, knowing where to grab it and how to position themselves. Well, it, 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 at the way you describe it, so it should be pretty inexpensive to uh, ship and easy to do that, but how much does it cost to purchase one? Well, what, what basically happens is we do have a retail price. We do have a retail price. Um, that, you know, people can kind of go to the website and email us and call us uh, to actually, uh, you know, purchase it themselves. So a uh, retail, of course, means uh, mom and pop that has little Johnny or little Susie, or, or maybe they're going to be hitting on it themselves, and they're going to be using it themselves. There is, is also a wholesale price for coaches, uh, what we call VIPs and people that are in the business. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, we've got, um, uh, wholesalers and people that are that are actually selling these things, so uh, so they can sell them to the coaches and they can sell them to people also. We do ship it uh, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the country. And again, it weighs 42 pounds, uh, boxed up, totally boxed. Uh, we ship it anywhere in the country for $40. Uh, you know, to ship it to probably California probably really costs about 60. We we uh, you know we charge $40 to ship it. 
but the same thing, you know, if you're shipping it in Florida, it may cost $30, but we charge $40. So it's a $40 flat fee anywhere in the United States. We do ship them internationally, and it's whatever, you know, FedEx or UPS charges us. We just pass that on to you. We don't make any money on the, on the shipping. We want people to have the opportunity to hit on it. Uh, we've got people hitting on these on naval ships, believe it or not. We've got military people that will take it to put it on a ship, and, uh, you know, wherever they go, they take videos and they hit on it, and that you can enjoy it, uh, you know, whether it's raining or not. The rain's not going to hurt it. Cold weather, warm weather, inside or out. And the other nice thing, if I remember, and I'm assuming it's the same, like I said, I apologize for not, you know, the changes you made, but more than one person can hit on this too, right? Absolutely, yeah. Two players can hit on the PTP at the same time. They can alternate strokes back and forth, and you can actually even play games on it. Uh, a player by themselves, they, they can also hit, uh, you know, two separate balls, alternating balls themselves, uh, you know, creating quicker and short backswing and quick reflexes to, to test your, uh, you know, test your quickness and, and your ability. So, yeah, you can, two people can hit on it, one person, and you, you kind of said, well, you can overdo it. You really can. 15 minutes hitting on, on the portable tennis partner is like hitting for a full hour where, where you're hitting balls the whole time without a break. So it's about one quarter of the time uh, you can hit and get a full hour's worth. Right. And like you said, you can use it uh, for besides uh, doing your backhand and forehand, then uh, you can practice other strokes there, including the serve. You can serve into it as hard as you can. We have, uh, you know, people, there, there are some games that we, you know, kind of explain to people how to do it, but you can serve into it as an example. Full go. You can serve as hard as you want to. And with the lines that are actually on the hitting surface, Coach, uh, you can actually serve, you know, to the add side or the do side. There's lines, and it's kind of uh, proportionate to, you know, what, it, what the real tennis court is. So you can, you know, serve, uh, like I said, to the, to the do side. And uh, once you serve and the ball comes back to you, uh, example of a game, hit eight shots. If you, you know, forehand, backhand, forehand, backhand, if you hit eight shots, it's uh, 15 love. If you lose that, if you don't hit eight shots, it's love 15 and so forth and play a game. Play sets, uh, play a match, play against yourself. You can do the same thing with, uh, uh, you know, with two players. Very good, very good. Uh, you talked about getting up to 140 miles an hour. I wish I could hit the 100 miles an hour again, but uh, we, we don't have to worry about nobody uh, breaking the unit then. Right. Well, it's interesting, Coach. There's another thing that, uh, you know, we've already talked about. You could put it in your driveway, your garage, your basement. We actually have a guy out in Sacramento, California, one of our dealers, if you will. What he's actually done, uh, he's got a, a typical tennis store um, in a strip mall, if you will, that's, you know, probably uh, I'm guesstimating 40 foot wide and, and 100 feet deep, if you will. And, and he has a, a portable tennis partner inside, much like some of the golf stores have. So you can actually try your rackets and try strings right on the portable tennis partner and string at different, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, tensions, if you will, see what you actually want, try different rackets. Uh, so you can try before you buy. And a lot of the racket companies really like that. Another thing what he did, he actually leased a store right next to uh, his original store. Now, it happened to be open, 
And what he started is, it was, is with three portable tennis partners. He put them kind of sideways. Now he's got six. So he's got a whole store, 40 foot wide by 100 foot deep, where he's got six portable tennis partners. And basically he's got a, a coach that will actually give lessons and they can kind of watch through all six portable tennis partners, much like, you know, courts and different levels. And, and people could be working or honing their skills on whatever the coach is telling them to do. There's mirrors. We even have like little um, GoPro cameras on it, counters that, you know, hit a thousand balls and warm up. So there is, it's unlimited usage. You're only limited by your creativity where you want to have them. And I tell you what, we've got some mature people, specifically ladies that, they may have their makeup on and their hair done and what have you. And, and, you know, it's 110 degrees in the shade in Sacramento where he's at, um, that they don't want to go outside in the heat of the day. So they come and they play tennis uh, indoors. Uh, and he actually serves uh, bagels and, and um, orange juice or something like that for the ladies. And they come and it has an hour for the ladies and an hour for the three fives and, and uh, maybe some, an hour for the juniors and after school, you can have high school players, college players, uh, you, whatever you know, you're, again, you're only limited by your creativity. Well, that's why it's so important to keep your imagination and be open to everything. Because uh, yeah, I remember uh, saying to my grandmother one time, who came over from Italy on a boat, and uh, my grandfather served, uh, delivered bread uh, with a horse and buggy, and I said, you know, gee, you're so lucky, you've seen so much. Uh, I wish I'll never see the changes you've seen. And she said, yes, you will, John. She said, uh, you're going to see a hundred times more than me. And I must admit, in our conversation, I haven't thought of some of these things, but I do uh, um, I do believe, uh, you know, that there's, uh, you've got to open your mind to it then because this sounds even more exciting. I was looking at it as a typical uh, backboard, but uh, wow. Um, if the, I assume if people go to uh, the Facebook, as you know, I've been going crazy uh, trying to get, <clears throat> excuse me, the workshop and uh, together and then the hurricane and then the own personal things. Haven't been able to uh, have as much time to do research as I have on the website. Can they get a lot of this information? Absolutely. If you go to our website, which is basically just our name, portable tennis partner altogether.com, you will see uh, videos of, of uh, juniors and seniors hitting on it, practice sessions, forehands, backhands, serving into it. Uh, you know, multiple videos, uh, a written explanation, verbal explanations, uh, frequently asked questions, and, of course, you can purchase your, your portable tennis partner right online. Uh, also, you may want to write this one down. If you wanted to just email, um, you can actually email my operations manager, Andrew, and his email is simply andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W, at portabletennispartner.com. And uh, he will arrange the shipment, and we use PayPal to pay for it. It'd be shipped to you pretty much anywhere in the country just in a couple days. It's a great time to think about it. You know, what do you get for your tennis partner or your tennis player that has everything? Well, maybe you yeah. wouldn't walk into maybe you wouldn't walk into a store and, and buy something you know like this, uh, not thinking about it. But 
if you go look at it on the website and and uh, if you're an avid player or have a junior that wants an uh, up-and-coming junior, or maybe you're a senior player or a middle-aged player, something that you can hit on 365 days a year. So you can go to the website, uh, email Andrew. You can call me, and I'm not afraid to give out my cell phone, 813-997-2377. And my name's Rob, 813-997-2377. And by the way, we do advertise in, in some local magazines, Florida Tennis, through Jim March. Uh, we're actually in a, in a couple of New York magazines on for the boroughs, if you will. If you do uh, want to purchase one as, as a gift, we're actually offering a special. It's $80 off, $80 off for anybody that purchases a portable tennis partner between now and the holiday. So uh, you can email Andrew and just mention to him, I want my $80 off. Uh, you can't, you know, get the $80 off simply by going because you pay the, pay the regular price. But if you email him or call me, uh, we would honor that. If, in fact, you mention it, we're going to honor the $80 off. So people will be able to uh, get the uh, unit before the holidays, and uh, you'll have an outstanding uh, gift to be able to get to your uh, Tennis player, young or old, then, right? Young or old, and, and you could get it plenty of time, um, you know, before the holiday. But what's happening, what we find out is, is that people will buy them for the holiday, but they get them, they want to open up, they want to start using them right away. So uh, <laughs> if, if that's an issue, you may want to hide it in your closet or in your garage until, uh, until uh, the, the holiday actually comes. But, uh, yeah, you can get them in plenty of time for the holiday. Like I said, between now and, and the holiday, it will be $80 off. Excellent, excellent point, Rob. <laughs> yes, it's always good to – and the good thing about it is it will fit in your closet to be able to hide it, right? You don't have Absolutely. to rent a place. Absolutely. No, you don't have to have to rent a place or, or anything like that. You know, Steve, Steve Smith says that, you know, there's really there's – really, three things that has to happen for uh, any tennis player, a junior or, or a middle age or a college player or, or a senior, if, if you will, three things have to happen. One, you've got to have a player that wants it and is willing to work, willing to hit balls. Um, you've actually has to have uh, parents, if you will, that are willing to do whatever it takes, you know, truck the, the child or the, or the junior around. And you have to have a coach that knows what they're doing. So again, this does not replace a coach. You still need a good coach like Steve Smith or, or a lot of the other coaches that are out there and, and certified. Uh, you know, beware of the, uh, the, the wannabe tennis pro out of their trunk and, and uh, you know, they get their credentials on a weekend and, and they're charging you money and crazy money. You know, the physical laws don't change. Uh, the dimensions of the court don't change. Gravity and physics stay the same. There's an actually really slick saying that I can't memorize the way Steve Smith does. But uh, it's something like that Vic Braden, the physical laws and dimensions don't change. So there's, you know, it's not new school, old school. It's, it's no school. Uh, you got to hit the ball, and, and gravity is going to bring it down. You have to lift the ball. You don't hit it, uh, you know, kind of like a merry-go-round. You're lifting the ball, not hitting it. So, so you need instructions and a coach. Uh, but uh, this is a where, place where you can hone your skills. I'll use one last example. If somebody's taking piano lessons, I don't care if it's a junior or middle-aged person or a mature person, you don't take tennis lessons once a week from the, from the teacher and go home and not practice. 
You don't do the same thing with tennis. You don't take one lesson a week and expect to get better. You, if you want to take one professional lesson a week and then hit every day for a certain amount of time on the portable tennis partner or practice on the piano, you're going to get better. You get what you put into it. Excellent point, Rob. Excellent point. Some things don't change. and uh, That's right. I think that's uh, – pardon my fear. I don't want to go back to my beginning of the show, but – uh, sometimes I think that we just think that people can, uh, it's old to us. There's nothing old to us. You have to go out and you have to work for it. You have to practice. And, uh, and then eventually you have to go out and compete. And, uh, I think that unfortunately competition, uh, uh, has become a dirty word actually. And I think, uh, it's important for, uh, our young people to understand that, and especially in high school, as you know, I'm predominantly, uh, my thoughts are in high school, 20 years there, and I've uh, uh, I've told the kids often that uh, when you leave here and go to college, you're going to be competing, and when you leave uh, college and go out to work, you're going to be competing, and once you get that job, you're going to be competing for promotions. You're going to compete the rest of your life. It's not a bad rest word. of your it's life. That's true. Necessary well, the, part of the absolutely. The the other thing uh, you'd be surprised if, in fact, you know, a lot of people buy this for their juniors again as a as a holiday present or a gift, if you will. But you know, if you if you put it in your driveway or in your garage, and uh, you know, certainly computers are important and studies are important, what have you, but. If you put this in your garage, you can hit on one side. It doesn't take a, you know, if you've got a two-car garage, you can hit on one side. Um, right. But if you're doing that and other kids are riding by or walking by on their bicycles, they're going to see this and say, what is that? And your house becomes the most popular house, and that's where the kids go to. And, uh, you know, it keeps them off the, the PlayStation and, and, and the computer. Get them out there, get them some exercise. Then get them back to their studies for the computers and, and, and their studies, if you will. But uh, it's kind of an attraction tool. Your house will be the most popular house if you have it there. Uh, but the same thing, I've got coaches, high school coaches, um, a lot of them up in, in the north, New York and Michigan and places where you know, it gets really, really cold. And they can't get on the courts till you know the snow breaks or the ice stops and the, and the snow stops. Well, they can put these in gymnasiums and move them to the side or, or tear them down at night. Or I've got people, uh, coaches that put them in hallways. And it just gives a place to hit and repetition. Again, repetition is as the as uh, a mother of consistency. Well, I think even here in Florida, I think the worst thing that can happen with uh, when the high school practice is to have people standing around, and because of the amount of people that you're going, and I think the USTA. Uh, no cup program is a good program. I don't think it's the answer uh, for high school, but I think it's a good people. And the more people we get involved, but you can't have them standing around. And most outside most tennis courts, you have a place for this. So you, as you go through your rotation, uh, you don't want p- uh, players just to be standing around do something. I know we, I'm uh, people could say my toolbox. Uh, we use the total serve. You go to the FHSS, FHSTCA uh, uh, website, and then you go to uh, the resource page, and you'll see. So, I mean, you could use the total yeah. serve for serving. You could use this here. And maybe we'll and have you practice. on the uh, website in the future. But this can well, good. 
than most places right outside of the tennis court. So I don't think it's just um, in the Northeast. I think it could be an important tool here oh, in absolutely. Florida. Uh, the, only, the, only reason, the only reason I brought up the north is because it snows up there. Absolutely. This is for anywhere, <laughs> for, for all weather. And, and you can have it as, as training stations. This is the serving station. This is the forehand station. This is the backhand station. This is the in, inside-out station. We also have these at, at many academies, and coaches have got them. And they may have one, two, three, or a half dozen of these outside the court. So when the players get there, they say, come a half an hour early and warm up. They've got a sweat going before they even get onto their private. And the parents just love it that they're not wasting their time. They're not sitting around waiting. They can actually be practicing and warming up before they even get on. So they really truly get an hour or half an hour, whatever they're paying for, and they're ready to go. They don't have to warm up when they get on the court. Excellent point. Excellent point. I like your point about the house and the driveway because eventually and not only becomes the most popular house, but eventually you have a bunch of other kids around you that enjoy it and they want to take it to the next level, and then you you have people to go to the court. You know, to say, Mom, there's no one to play with. Mom, Absolutely. And, uh, That's right. And, you, and there's, there's so, so, many times, so many times you want to play tennis and there's nobody. You, there's nobody to call or it's early in the morning, it's late in the evening, or even, it's even dark, but you want to hit some balls. Now you can do this, and that's why it's called the Portable Tennis Partner. You can hit against it, and just like you're hitting against somebody else. And, and I tell you what, the Portable Tennis Partner is much more consistent than anybody you're going to hit against. Trust me, you're going to get more <laughs> balls hitting on it than, than, than anybody. I can, I can assure you that. Very good. Excellent point. Excellent point. No question about that. Well, Rob, we have a couple minutes uh, left, but can you? Uh, how's Austin uh, doing now, and where is he going to be? Uh, you know, the next few weeks. Well, Austin, right now, it's the end of the season. Unfortunately, uh, you know, he wasn't really very close to the end of the season in London at the Arena with with the top eight. But Austin is is, uh, is still playing doubles right now. He's in uh, Champaign, Illinois, playing a challenger. And uh, they're in the semifinals. Uh, he and his partner, Tennis Sangren. Um, so, you know, good luck to him tomorrow in the semis. And, and hopefully he'll be in the finals on, on, uh, on Saturday. And uh, then he'll, he's basically, to be honest with you, he's had a long season. He's probably going to take uh, a few days off for, for Thanksgiving. He's actually going hunting uh, in Colorado. He, he enjoys that for a week a year. He goes with uh, some of his college buddies um, and, and his coach, um, Austin Flores. They go hunting every year in Colorado, and then he'll come back and start training. And of course, he'll be headed to Australia, uh, down under, uh, right about the uh, between Christmas and the New Year's. And he'll probably be down there for four or five weeks. So, uh, but thanks for asking about him, Coach. And I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show and and to you know share what I have to say. And like I said, the the portable tennis partner, or at the time the tennis mate, is not the only reason that Austin got to be uh, a great um, junior player or college player or even a pro player. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how to get the number one in the world, but what I can do is, is help you uh, get your, your, your child or your youngster a, uh, a college scholarship. And let me just say this. I have nothing against D1 schools. We're so glad Austin had the opportunity to go to Texas A&M. We love Coach Denton and, and Bob McKinley, who just recently retired. 
But uh, there's D2 schools, D3 schools. Eric Buterak is a perfect example of that. D3 schools, NAIA schools, junior college schools. You know, the, the point is play tennis. It, it's a lifelong sport, and the Portable Tennis Partner just encourages that and keeps you playing and keeps you young. Right, Coach? Right. I just I appreciate you those last comments. I might just tape them and put them on there because I'm sure the people get tired of me saying similar remarks over and over again. So maybe we can interchange them and put your <laughs> comments in there. I think that's an excellent point. There's a place for most players. It, it might not be Division One. Not taking anything away from them, but. You know, there's a lot of schools. I get we put on our Facebook uh, colleges every year, requesting saying, "I'm looking for a boy. I'm looking for a girl. I have this to offer." And uh, so there's there, I think there's that misconception. Uh, it might not be where you dreamt about playing, where you think you you belong, but. Uh, Especially, uh, you know, some of these two-year schools, I mean, everybody matures at a different uh, time. Uh, and uh, a lot of time there's a stepping stone. So, Rob, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. Uh, right after the first of the year, you and I are going to get together, unless you'd like to attend the FACA meeting in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, in uh, the Daytona Beach. But uh, I uh, I think you have uh, a great product. Uh, I think it was a great product with Steve Smith. Uh, I know Steve enough to know that his biggest thing is always teaching. It's something he's a t- truly uh, – the outstanding coaches love teaching. They love giving. They love seeing people grow. They love – being a part of the the development. They love making sure that the journey belongs to them and not the coach. And so uh, I can understand why this hasn't taken off sooner because I know where Steve's priorities are. And I'm sure you, especially with Austin growing up with this, sir, I'm sure you appreciate the same thing. Well, you're going to treat it as a business, and when things are treated as a business, you have a better chance of success. So any last words you'd like to say before I do some uh, business with some of our partners? Well, again, I'd just like to thank you, Coach, for allowing me to be on and sharing my story and Austin's story and the Portable Tennis Partner. Uh, Please visit us on the website. Get your $80 discount. And uh, get your portable tennis partner uh, before the season. And uh, good luck to you, and we'll see you on the courts. Very good, very good. And uh, I I told you that uh, we were going to have an outstanding show today. Uh, I think you agree with me um, with that, with Rob uh, Krychek. We had a, another great guest. And, uh, of course, next week, being Thanksgiving, we will not have a broadcast. So uh, uh, our next broadcast won't be until uh, December. You have time. We do ask you, though, to uh, please tell your friends about this here broadcast. Get them listening to uh, our show so they can stay up with uh, what's going on in the uh, tennis uh, industry. Uh, we have a, another guest from the, 
those of you that uh, read The Little Green Door appreciate our December show. Those of you that um, are looking and wondering what uh, agenda is going to be like for the workshop in uh, January, if you look at the uh, October agenda in Florida Tennis Magazine, you're going to find it's very similar. Uh, we've been blessed to have most of the coaches stay with us, uh, still coming from as far away as uh, Kansas and Texas uh, to be uh, part of uh, the program. Uh, it'll be uh, January 5th through January 7th. Uh, make your reservations at the Daytona Beach uh, Hilton Ocean uh, Ocean Walk Resort because uh, uh, those rooms are limited, and in order to get that special pricing, you have to have your reservations. I think our deadline is December 2nd or 3rd, uh, but go to the FACA which, uh, website, and you'll be able to see that. The tennis portion of that there will be at the Florida Tennis Center, uh, a special place uh, in Daytona. Uh, that was that. It, well, I guess it's still the headquarters of the USTA Florida Tennis. They'll be moving to the uh, uh, USTA campus uh, then. But you can get all that information and more uh, at. Florida Tennis Magazine, and I might just mention besides us being on uh, uh, Facebook, uh, you can also see Florida Tennis on uh, Facebook now. Uh, some of you that don't know Gordon Murray had uh, passed away. Jim Marks has wrote a nice uh, piece on that there. Uh, the things that you will not find in, uh, well, some of the things you will find in the magazines, but things happen in between uh, editions or when they're already gone to press, and you can go to uh, uh, Florida Tennis on Facebook and uh, see that. Uh, all your information you should be able to get here on uh, the uh, Yellow Ball Network or uh, Florida Tennis Magazine. We thank Wilson. Wilson, of course, will be part of our uh, workshop in uh, Daytona Beach. Uh, they will be kind enough to present us things to raffle off. We'll, uh, part of our raffle will include cases of tennis balls and Wilson tennis rackets and uh, Wilson tennis bags. And uh, uh, we thank Team uh, Connection. Uh, for being the FHS TCA uh, clothier, and uh, we thank Flagler Insurance. And although uh, I understand that uh, Ron Skells is going to be there, what we will be doing, we will not have an awards uh, luncheon in Daytona Beach like we had planned uh, in uh, Orlando, uh, but on uh, Saturday, our four Coach of the Year uh, recipients will each be, uh, in order to get their <laughs> trophy, uh, we have them given uh, one of their uh, on-court uh, clinics that they use in the school. So we will have them there Saturday 
but unfortunately, uh, Ron Scalzo, who received the Community Service Award, uh, been involved, uh, will not be there, so we'll have to get his award uh, to him. He's uh, involved in so many other things. But I think this is a perfect example of what I talk about uh, often is that, you know, a, I asked the question is, your school, is it an after-school activity or an after-school sport? Part of that is getting the community involved with your school. Part of it is that people that are supportive of you before and after you come. Ron Scalzo uh, coached in uh, high school when his daughters was there, was a volunteer uh, tennis coach, uh, was a volunteer uh, soccer coach for another one of the uh, daughters. And, um, you know, given, and his daughters have gone on to uh, be successful, graduated, and uh, he's still uh, given. So uh, please don't look at parents as a problem. They're giving you the most precious commodity they have, and that's their children. Try to cultivate them. Get them involved in what they're doing uh, will they challenge you at times? Probably so, but there's nothing wrong with being challenged. If we're challenged enough, uh, we might not see what's happening with the Millennium Today kids that, uh, you know, don't don't know how to uh, sit there and fail. Failing is not, failing is part of the journey we have to do. We have to fail before we come become successes so that comes from competing if you go out and compete uh nobody goes out there and wins all the time you're going to lose and then you're going to go out and you're going to learn how to accept it you're not going to enjoy it but you're going to learn how to handle it uh competition is not a bad word so i leave you with that i ask you please go tell your friends have a blessed Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a great time of uh, year to uh, be uh, thankful. Uh, we have so much to be uh, thankful for. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in January. Those of you that disagree with my comments before, like uh, anything that I write in Florida tennis or uh, on the Yellow Ball Networks, we all say we sit there and we're giving you our opinions and we want to hear yours. So if you disagree, you have my um, email, uh, coachdenise.fhstca at net, or you have our Facebook uh, site. You can go fhstca.org. Make a comment. I respond to everything. I give you my opinion. I welcome your opinion. If we all listen a little better to each other, we're all going to learn a little bit more. So I thank you for listening. Please tell your friends. Have a blessed week, and I look forward to talking with you again in December. Bye now.